What's up, mamas? Welcome back into another episode of the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. If it sounds echo today, I am sorry. I am actually hiding out in the garage. If you follow me on Instagram, you see that I put out the picture of me sitting on the floor in my garage gym uh, getting this episode done while my kids sleep. So yeah, sometimes that's what mom life is about. (laughs) But in today's episode, so anyways, I say that I say to apologize if you hear birds in the back or whatever. Um, uh, Hopefully the noise canceling helps to cancel out some of that. But anyways, um, I just wanted to share today with some of the amazing revelations that I feel God has been um, revealing to me through this process in my in my inner healing work. And I want to be able to share those things with you as I go through them. So I want to reveal to you some of the things that, um, I want to share with you some of the things that I felt got revealed to me about life before I picked up my first drug, you know, and it's not to glorify anything. It's just to let us know that a lot of times, um, what, you know, we think that active addiction just stems from picking up drugs, but it it's presented long before we ever put anything in our body. Um, And in this case, I got to see where it happened with me. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hello, Mama. Welcome to the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. My name is Monica Alvarez. I'm a faith-led mom of two beautiful babies, engaged to my best friend, a woman in recovery, an empowerment coach, and a certified fitness trainer. In this podcast, you will find a place of empowerment, healing, and purpose work, all while partnering with God to help transform you into the woman you were always destined to become. I know that you are struggling to break the chains of addiction, abuse, and strongholds in your mindset and in your motherhood. You've gotten into recovery and you're wondering, what's next? What's my purpose? Well, mama, my mission is to help transform you mentally, spiritually, and physically so that you can become the woman that God has destined you to become. And I believe that the most important work that you can ever do is the work within yourself. You were called to be the chain breaker of your family. You were called to bring light for generations to come. So mama, if you are ready to get on this journey with me, grab a notebook and pen, fill up that cup of coffee, grab a box of tissues as we get ready to laugh and cry because your healing begins here. Let's get into today's show. Happy Monday. I hope y'all have had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. If you are not a part of the Facebook community group, I would highly encourage you to please go join in. Uh, I got to put out uh, a poll last week and I just wanted to share, you know, in that group, ask, you know, ask y'all what exactly it was that y'all were on a mission on to hear. And I put a couple of options out there. And um, we kind of was even. I, I heard a little bit of both, and then I heard some with um, that I personally asked without the poll, and I had some moms telling me one or the other. So a lot of what I'm hearing is that moms are struggling with um, being able to break like the chains of the the cycles that we're dealing with from our past, you know. And it's just really hard. Like it's hard for us to raise our children when other people seem to tell us how we're supposed to do it, you know? And that seems to be the common theme in what's going on here. The other one that I that I was surprised to hear, and I kind of put this out there just, you know, out, out of curiosity, is that moms struggle to take care of themselves without feeling like they're being selfish. Like, we struggle with putting ourselves 
first and and by first I meaning like getting up earlier taking care of ourselves or just even allowing ourselves to be part of a priority in our life so that we can feel better and be better moms I gotta tell you if it wasn't for exercising and fitness taking care of my body I don't know what kind of a mom might be right now you know um I'd probably be losing my cool all the time um it's just so therapeutic for me and while I'm in the process of doing more inner healing work um the exercise is just very, very therapeutic and it, and I just can't see myself without doing it or being able to have the energy to be able to do the things I do with my kids. Um, it's only because I take care of my body that I'm able to do the things I do with my kids. So if that's something that kind of st- steers in your direction, I really want to start kind of gearing this podcast towards those things. Um, while, yes, it is towards moms in recovery from active addiction, a lot of that stems under the the cycles, right? Um, it could be addiction, it could be abuse, it could be all kinds of things that gear under that umbrella of us trying to break those cycles. So, you know, just just some things coming up. Um, if you do see the tagline kind of change on the podcast, it's because we're going in that direction, right? Um, and again, this is all to serve y'all. I'm listening to what y'all are telling me. So, that's where it's going, and if that's where God's taking it, that's where it's it's headed. You know, so I'm all for it. Um, the other thing, yeah, yeah. So um, the other thing is if you've been a listener for a while, if you could please go leave a written review, that'd be great. It could help grow this show and we can continue to impact other moms. Um, so let's get into today's episode. So I shared about, um, some of the things that, you know, a lot of times we think that it's all about, you know, just putting drugs in our body, or maybe we saw like our parents, you know, doing drugs or drinking, and, you know, that right away, right, which is common, we tie addiction to just that, right, using compulsively. And while that becomes one of the most obvious symptoms that some there's an addiction occurring, uh, a lot of the times we don't realize that there's a deeper layer in that. So there's no reason why any healthy child would just wake up one day and decide to put drugs in their body. It just doesn't happen that way, you know. So there's obviously some things that are rooted into children, us, um, and I say children because us too, like we were extremely young probably when we put the first drug in our body or anything, you know, regardless what your addiction looked like or where it took you, I'm more than sure it probably took you in a different route. So I just want to uncover some of the things that I'm discovering that are underlining and maybe you can relate to these. Um, And so I've been doing like some inner healing work and through that process, it's like me writing out things of, you know, maybe some pain, resentment, some areas where I've been hurt. Um, and I'm stemming it back to like, okay, well, where, where did this occur, right? And I believe that in order to get good answers, we've got to ask good questions, right? And so I've been getting some good questions asked to me. And so I want to share those things with you, right? So some of the first things that um, I got to discover about this area was I struggle with abandonment issues, you know, and I was wondering like, well, where does this come from? Right? Like I've had both of my parents in my life. Um, where does it come from? And the truth is that, yeah, while I had both parents in my life, I had, you know, my dad passed away, but, um, I had one parent that was involved, which was my mom. And then unfortunately my dad, you know, he was an alcoholic, like he was physically present, but he was never emotionally present. And so I never really felt um, like I got the attention from him, right? Um, I felt abandoned and like I wanted more of him. I wanted, you know, relationship. I desired that. Um, I desired to hear that he loved me at a young age. And it's not to say he didn't love me. 
he struggled to tell me that. You know, he struggled to tell me he loved me. He did when he got old, when I got older, but it was harder, right? So maybe in your case, right, maybe you're dealing with, okay, well, I didn't have any of my parents there, right? Or maybe I only had one. And so you're you're feeling that abandonment um, from another relationship. And so what it looks like in your relationships currently now is you're struggling when you don't get um, you don't get that attention or you don't get or somebody doesn't validate your feelings and validation is on here as well. But I say that to say that those kind of feelings make us feel abandoned, right? abandonment, right? And um, well, at least I could say that for myself. I can't say that that's what you feel, but I'm just giving you examples. So I could see how that can play in my relationship today, right? If my fiance for some reason doesn't give me attention or I don't feel, um, I, I feel like a little disconnect, I automatically start getting into thoughts and feelings of abandonment. Like I'm going to get left behind. Um, nobody's going to want me. Like I just start feeling that emptiness, you know, and so uh, that was something to take a look at for me. The second one was rejection. Uh, I dealt with rejection a lot, and I think I dealt with it um, in the form of, and it's not just dependent all on my father, right, but I'm giving you an example of, you know, there's still a lot to be revealed, and I could totally come back and be wrong about this or add more to it, but from just the glimpse and the surface that I'm touching on, um, I did struggle with like feeling that rejection from my dad, like when I would talk to him or I wanted his attention, he struggled to give it to me. Right. Um, also like I dealt with it in school, like I really didn't have a lot of friends growing up and I felt like really rejected, you know, or I'd have friends turn on me and I just felt a lot of that, you know, I always felt left out. And so, you know, those, those feelings stem early. Like I was a young girl when those things happened. So yeah, before I, you know, I put the first kind of type of drug mood substance in my body at 12. Well, a lot of things were happening early on, you know? Um, so that's another thing to look at is maybe you got rejected. Maybe you were constantly feeling rejection from a parent, a friend, a family member, maybe a teacher, uh, maybe you just grew up in that area where you never felt like you were heard and um, and everything that you said got dismissed. So maybe those are some things to take a look at in that rejection area. Right. Um, and then the third one was validation. Uh, I, I noticed that I've and I and I see how this area plays hard in my life today, um, how I still seek validation from others. And although I know I've grown a lot and I've I've uh, evolved, I still struggle like it comes in very hidden, subtle ways that you don't even I can't even see happening. Right. And whether that's through social media or that's through like verbal approval or just somebody showing me and telling me that they they validate me, they hear me. Like it's like I need to be told those things because I never really felt those as a child, right? Um, and so I struggle with that. You know, I struggle with, with those areas as an adult. And it's crazy because um I, it's like, you know, of course we don't want to be that, those people seeking approval or people pleasing, but the reality is that's just where I'm at right now. And, I, and I'm growing, right? I'm, oh, sorry, I just realized I was kicking my wall. Um, I'm growing, I'm evolving, but yeah, it's still there. I mean, you know, that validation is no joke. And, it, and you know, 
the crazy thing about val- seeking validation and the scary thing about it is that sometimes, you know, we'll go to like big extremes to seek it, right? Um, regardless what that looks like for you. And like for me in my active drug addiction, when I was like really caught up in drugs, I really realized that um, I was just trying to seek that validate. Like I wanted to feel a part of and I felt that by using and doing things like that, um, it really made me feel and... Um, and it allowed me to be somebody that I really wasn't. Like, I felt confident in the woman I was when I was high, you know? And it made it gave me that courage to step into things that I thought I couldn't do if I wasn't using. And that happens to be far from the truth today, right? Um, while I'm way more confident, I'm actually very confident in a lot of areas in my life today, I still see where that little girl comes out, right? That little broken girl that felt rejected, abandoned, um, not heard at such a young age still comes out when I don't get my way, right? So maybe you can identify with those things. Maybe there's areas in your life, maybe it's from your boss or, you know, just anywhere that you constantly want to seek that validation. And if you don't feel heard or uh, recognized, it it eats you up, you know, because that happens to me too. I struggle with that really bad. Um, but I'm getting better. I'm getting better. There's so much hope. And I'm just truly um, in all of the process and how much I'm growing. And I'm grateful that I'm able to be honest and aware of what it is that's really affecting me, you know. Um, the last one I put was rebellious. Um, um, I was a very rebellious child. Uh, and I think that I struggled with people telling me what to do, right? And, um, and because I struggle with people telling me what to do, I always wanted to outdo more. And something got revealed to me this weekend that I have a very competitive spirit, right? And competitive doesn't necessarily mean like you're in a competition with other people. It's also that, you know, that, that constant competition with myself, like with my old self, with who I used to be, who I think I need to be. And I'm always like chasing my own tail to get to the next goal. Now there's driven, ambitious, and then you just got like where you don't stop, right? And um, and I'm that way, like, you know, and, and I'm struggling with this one because I don't, right now, maybe it'll change later, right? Um, I don't feel like it's a bad trait. I truly don't. I, I'm driven, um, I'm determined, and uh, I'm more aware today to not put my family in a harmful place, but I'm very ambitious. I love to chase the next goal and do things. And I'm excited for what I do. And while that may look like a bad thing to some people because I don't stop, um, you know, honestly, I'm just at a place where I don't feel it's a bad thing for me. It really don't. You know, um, I'm, I'm driven and that's just what I love to do. And so I'm always chasing the next goal. Now, it becomes a problem when um, I stop paying attention to my family and when I stop um you know, um, giving them the attention that they need, or I'm giving more attention on my phone and my business, then it becomes a problem then, right? Um, that's where I have to take a step back and take a look in a small inventory at those things. But a lot of the times that rebellious, um, little girl comes out where it's like, tell me, I can't do it. Tell me, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, and that's an area that, (laughs) that I got to work on. I I guess if I'm going to be driven, I want to do it for the right reasons. Right. And same thing with you. Maybe you were very rebellious. Like you were told no a lot. You were told that, well, only, you know, guys can do this and that, you know, that ruffled your feathers. I know that happened to me when I got into boxing. Um, there weren't a lot of females and females weren't allowed in the Olympics yet. So, 
when you know the transition while I was in boxing and all this stuff started happening and really lit me up to know that there was a lot of opportunities and, and doors opening for women but there was a point where there wasn't you know I had coaches rejecting me telling me oh no I don't train girls oh if you're gonna come here you can't be all girly and blah blah like you know dictating who I was and it would upset me because I'm like I can be girly and I can fight too you know and so I always carried that like I'm gonna show you you know and um and I see how it came from like it's the it's I still haven't fully seen the picture right but I can see where little bits and pieces come um starting from my childhood you know how I just was a very rebellious child and so maybe those things are kind of like you know they're just little key points to look at maybe you can identify with these and maybe you don't but maybe it'll it'll open up something for you that will make you take a bigger glimpse of like wow you know these are areas that I see in my life right um, the question I'll ask you is, where do you see that little broken girl come out in? What areas? Is it in your relationship? Is it in your parenting? I see it come out in my parenting. I see that broken little girl come out. You know, I see that provoked broken little girl come out when my son doesn't listen to me. I see that uh, broken little girl come out, jealous little girl come out when I don't get my way, right? Or like when I feel like my fiance is not giving me attention. I see it come out, you know? So, it's just taking a look in these areas to find out exactly where these stem, you know, these are rooted from. And I'm still in that process. So I will share more with you as we go. But I think that that's such a good thing to take a look at because, you know, we get to nip those those toxic traits right here. You know, we get that opportunity to teach our kids something different. And through our honesty and through us getting, you know, on the other side of this, you know, we get to teach our kids, you know, the healthy ways to express our feelings and what's healthy and what's toxic, you know, and um, and channel these traits. Right. Because, you know, while I think that, you know, dr being driven and ambitious can be a great thing, we can also feel it in, in a bad way. Right. So it's just teaching our kids different ways that maybe we weren't taught. So I hope th these, you know, these tips helped you. Again, I'm going to reveal more as I go, but, you know, it's a process for me, too. I'm growing and evolving. So uh, I hope that, you know, you got something out of it. And if you're not a part of the Facebook community group, um, go ahead and join in. And if you are, I would love to hear if you can identify with any of these four. Again, it's abandonment, rejection, validation, and rebellious. So let me know. All right. Have a great one, mamas. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Mama, for listening to today's episode. If this show impacted you in any way or touched your spirit, it would mean the world to me if you could head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review. Not only does it bring me so much joy to see how it's impacting you, but it helps to grow the show so that we can continue to spread this message to moms all over the world. Thank you so much again for helping me grow this mission. God bless you, Mama. Bye-bye. Happy day. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.